What's going on, y'all? This is Quayson Carter. This is John Dixon. And this is And Then You Graduate. Greetings in the name of the Most High. What's going on, y'all? This is Quayson. I'm here again with another episode of And Then You Graduate. Um, it's just me, uh, real quick. JD, had, JD couldn't join us for this quick intro, but he is a part of the actual episode. This episode is actually part two of last week's episode called The Quayson. Um, and it's just really just a continuation of the same exact conversation. Uh, we've been getting lots of feedback about this one. We've actually been getting a lot of feedback about all of our episodes, and we've been super, super appreciative of it. All the emails we've been getting, all the direct messages we've been getting, like me and JE, we've been like kind of hype. It was just like, you know what? It allows us to keep doing this and allows us to keep having fun because we're super busy and we're really just doing this for the love. Um, but with this episode, we continue our conversations, all the little fun-filled facts, um, diving into margins, again, restaurant margins. Uh, we, we, we dig into some new subjects. So we talk about Gully Queens, which is a Vice documentary, um, specifically talking about the trans community in Jamaica. And everybody knows like Jamaica has like this homophobic connotation, but there's this whole community there and just our kind of perspectives on it as, you know, uh, first generation Americans, just but Jamaican in culture. Um, we dig into spirituality as well. So we, we talk about hermetic philosophy, uh, John Baines, a stellar man, light on the path by Mabel Collins, the Cabalion. Um, this is the episode where we actually start talking about the documentary jinx, um, which is interesting. I started watching a little bit. It's a pretty interesting uh, documentary. And we, we even dig into what does it look like to have mastery? When we think about that, you know, the first thing that, I, that we, we came up with was the documentary Jiro Dreams of Sushi. And we were talking about one of his apprentices, uh, Nakazawa, who reached, recently just opened up a uh, restaurant here in New York City. And it got four stars by the New York Times by Pete Wells, which is like a huge feat. And we go into what does that look like? And, and we also ask uh, the question of, would we be willing to give up? family or having a family for our success and what does that mean and we're not saying that one precludes the other but just posing that as a question to really see you know where we stand um in terms of what we really want and do we really want the things that we say we want so um again get, actually just give us a few minutes to get warmed up on this episode because it's a transition um we, we take a little it takes a little bit until a few minutes for us to get warmed up so be patient with us um and please keep hitting us up uh you can find us on all social channels atyg pod um and then you graduate.com if you want to reach out to me personally it's at q u a i s o n Quason, and if you want to reach out to JD, it's at underscore John underscore Dixon. Um, we really love you guys. We've really been appreciating all the love. This is, and then you graduate. Like it's funny until you see a hate crime. That is not funny anymore. That it is funny. Like, funny you. It's funny. Like. Niggas, I suck a dick, and then you see somebody <laughs> throw a rock in his face <laughs> while he's sucking dick. There's nothing funny about that. There's nothing funny about that. Shit. You, yeah, you fight for equality immediately when you see a hate crime. Oh shit! Have you seen uh, what the fuck is this thing called? It's a documentary in Jamaica, like their trans community. Oh, the Vice one. The Vice one? Yeah, yeah I saw that like a while like ago. The yeah. the, yeah. It's like something gully or Gaza. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dogs. That shit is crazy. That bro. shit is OD, son. That, uh, I don't even want to talk about it. I just had to get that out. That was the craziest shit I've ever seen. Ever, ever, ever. Ever. Young, young and gay gully queens. Gully queens. Oh, this is all going in the show notes. Like, there's mad show notes. Man, oh, yeah. This niggas are going to get put on. Yeah. Ketones, E tones, ketones, bass clef, oil pulling. Or you dropped that as well before. I know. Oh, okay. So you use your foot. Nah, no, I didn't. I, I, I definitely remember. <laughs> Yo, I mean, first of all, Jamaica's change in that way. There are there are there are famous gay Jamaican celebrities on Instagram. You mean like Shabada or like um, uh, what's the other dude's name? The, the, uh, 
Uh, I know what you're talking about. Light skinned guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. I was blown away. Like they look like, they, like, like he's really out here. But the but see the biggest thing about the Gully Queens was that they had the one dude that was like repping for them, but he had bread though. Right. Like when you have the money, you can seclude yeah, yourself and live yeah, in like you're good. You but, live on Iron Shore and all the places. But these yeah. niggas living in the gully. Yeah. Like an actual sewer system. An yeah, actual. Bro, that's that was crazy. The mat and I'm looking at these niggas like, where are you getting them? Like, what the fuck? Terrified. Still bleaching. Oh. Still bleaching. Oh my God. I don't even really want to talk about this, to be honest with you. It was just just kind of fucked me up, son. Like, right, we'll put it in the show notes if anybody <laughs> We can move on. <laughs> no, I just felt I just felt uh I just felt very like lucky. Right, in like, way. like my, my life isn't like that. That you're not transgender. No, well, that? even 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 that, right? Whatever you want to do, gay, trans, right. whatever the 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 legal unoffensive jargon is, sure. That you weren't put into that situation. Right, right. Uh, that and that I was born into a country where I don't have to live in a sewer system, even if I was born that way. Right, right. And that I have somehow fell into the accidental American definition of success to be able to pay my bills pay my rent go to work come home live relatively uh crime free i'm not really worrying about bullets blazing past my head you know what i'm saying like all my faculties are about me my couch is micro suede we got the ph alkaline water in the joint. everything is great so i don't have to really think about those things when i see that i'm like this person at the end of the day like that's real life for that's somebody. real life for somebody my nigga like that's real actual life that's yeah. terif- that, that's that's terrifying yeah, I mean, I don't know if I could. Uh, I I look at it so it's one of those things again where just because of how I look at life per- for my, myself personally, mm-hmm. I tend to have this weird disassociation from these things, right? To kind of like insulate yourself to kind of stay sane. And the funny thing is, is like it's, it's less of an insulation. Is like I can be deeply empathetic, yeah, but I could also be deeply like, oh, okay, same. That's your challenge for yeah, your yeah. life yeah. and what you're doing, right? I support you in going through your challenge. Yeah, same. Let me know so if you need anything. It comes off real fucked up sometimes. Yeah. Whereas like I, I won't I won't hold a candlelight vigil for you. Oh, okay. Unless it directly impacts me. You yeah, I mean of course, of course, of course, of course. Like I told you, you know, I feel like I'm <clears throat> I'm uh the guy that a lot of people come to mm-hmm. with some kind of problem issue, whatever, because I feel like my ability to be empathetic is kind of crazy. Like right. I can I could fill it with you. We could yeah, sit here we and we could just, it. we could ride that wave together. Like, tell me all your problems. Like, I'll check in with you two weeks later. Two you weeks good? Late, because I didn't have that ability before. Now I do. Before I'd be up late, like, damn, like, you know, I got to make sure this person is good. Right. Like, because that's a crazy story. Like, I, I don't live that. Like, I'm, f- how blessed am I? You know what you're touching on? It's a recognition that you're, I, my life is challenging too. Yeah. So, we're in this together. So I'm actually looking at and this is this is this is where this is another way of me thinking about it is like I'm looking at everybody relatively equal, right? Even though I know there is genuine inequality. For sure. Right? Genuine inequality. Yeah. And if we go back to, you know, episode one where we're talking about egalitarian equivalence yeah. and how there is no such thing as an equal equality. Yeah. Right? They're 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 in even within in our damn food chain there's inequality. Mm-hmm. Right? So that that's there, but that everybody everybody has their struggle and their weight to bear. So I have empathy from that point of view. But, but you can't sim- dive in emotionally. I can't become sympathetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot become sympathetic yeah, yeah, yeah. to it. So I can No no, you mean you can you I can, can be, be sympathetic, empathetic, but be- I cannot be empathetic. I could be empathetic, but I cannot be sympathetic. Like I can't just gush over and be like, yo, Oh my God, I feel so bad for you. Da da da. I well, versus you know what? I really understand what you're going through. These are the things that I did to go through. Let me know how I can help you right, right, right. to this point. Here's my playbook. I'll let you read it. Right. Do with it what, what, what you, you will, because I can't govern this anymore. Because I will not yeah. take on your debt, your karma. Your yeah. I, I will not be responsible for you. I work in the morning, and my train leaves at eight twenty-seven, so I got to be in the city by I mean, nine. That's cold. That's cold. That's cold. Nah, yo, it's 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 a it's a survival tactic because I feel like we're all. Suffering out here, my nigga. It's cold, but it, it's cold. It, the reason why I say it's cold, and it, it, I would say it's yes, it's a survival tactic, but it's also acknowledging that I can't. If you're going through something, yeah, there's nothing that I can tell you to make you do it. Yeah, you have to. Do you have it. to do it. So if I find myself gushing and giving all of my energy to yeah. make you do something, yeah, and you don't do it, 
I'm gonna want to chop you in your throat. Oh well, that's well, that's where I am. With, right. With, I, it not, it's not even anyone specific, but it's just a, like a theme, right? right? Like somebody will come to you for advice about men or dating or whatever it is, and you're like, oh, yo, here it is, like boom, boom, boom. Like he said this, and this is what this means because this is the male translation that you were unable to, to decipher. To, to decipher, yeah, yeah. And then four thousand pages of translations later, it's still the same thing, and it's exactly. like, listen, I understand you're hurt, and I understand what the deal is. I, I gave you the playbook. Check in with me once a week, right? You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it is. Even like, and you know, that's a lot less sinister or uh, life threatening than someone who was diagnosed with some kind of illness. And like, like, yo, son, I was just diagnosed with X, Y, Z. It's like, damn, that sucks. <sighs> no, not even, not even awesome. Like, fuck you, shit. But on some, on some shit, like, son. Beca- I don't know what to do for because you. I know myself, and I'll be like, damn. Let me read this nigga a bedtime story every night, make him feel better, make sure his family is good, put money in on his pillow, like whatever is necessary. You know what I'm saying? But then, I can't live my life. Then that takes away from my ability to to live my life. I have you know a what I'm saying? For you then. What's up? Um, and this is this is out of some of our similarities. Yeah. Do you allow people to be sympathetic to you? Oh no, nah, I'm time for that shit. You don't have time. It's like it's almost like a barrier. I don't even want sympathy. Like, I don't. You know what's funny? Yo, my girl said to me the other day, "You don't know how to receive love." I said, "Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> your philosophical ass." But it's true. I'm I, like, it's it's irritating, right? If I have a problem, the last thing I want to hear is, "I'm so sorry you're going through that." I need solutions. Solutions. Give me a. Put a possible solution to my problem. We had a seminar today. That we had a seminar today at yeah, actually, yeah. and it was just that's what it was about. It was called "He Say She Says," and it was about um, how men can't understand women and women can't understand men. And one of the topics came up. Well, there was a question asked. It was like, "Why can't? Oh, what the fuck was it? Like, why can't men understand women, or why can't men listen to women when they're talking?" And it, it, <laughs> that's so funny because I have all the answers of why not. But go ahead. <laughs> it literally just came out. It, it the consensus. There was two consensuses. Like there was the those the men who started to become more and more vulnerable mm-hmm. and saying it was like it's because like I don't want to feel all this shit that you're. I, d- I don't. Out. Like you're 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 like you as a woman. I mean, we were talking about how you know us as men, we may have that second brain that's very active, which yeah. is, you know, our, our sex, our penis, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whereas women, it's that heart area. It's like oh, there's yeah. lots of emotions, yeah. and it doesn't make intellectual sense, but it makes sense it to that intelligence. Right. And men in general, or the group, in this case, the men in that room, were yeah. like, nah, I don't want to feel that. I don't. I, I also, it, I'm assuming the age level was at a certain age, right? But as older. I get older... Yeah. I'm way more protective of my energy. Exactly. You understand? Because I realize how depleting it can be to re- tie your soul in a knot with someone and have to live that life. And they're good because they they live the world. They've been living they're the good. roller coaster for for, good. For, for decades. And I'm like, yo, that little dip right there. I'm not, that with, took I'm me not out. with that. Like, like that I don't like like I have PTSD. <laughs> I don't want to feel that loop. That's why I don't do that roller coasters. Junk. Get that the fuck out of here, that's my nigga. Like, that's way too much for me. Like, I like I like my the teacup. We take a little spin with you one two times, <laughs> but I might get on the vortex. I'm not doing the free fall with you every week. Like, I can't live that life. You know what I'm saying? But it, it goes from relationships to even. I, I, I used to work next to this kid, yo. Uh, years like years ago, maybe an internship or something, and um, his sister was dying. Mm. This is heavy, right? He's fucking up at work. His sister is dying from some neurological disease that's eating her brain away right right and he sat in a you know this was before the open layout right, was the right. thing it was all still big ass nine foot cubes and i'd be at my desk and i got in before him a little bit and he'd come in the office and sit down and every time he was in the office i could just feel it him i could just feel the the, the vibes and he would and i was you know it was my man so he'd come over and Yo, how was your week? You know, you know, my sister stopped speaking this weekend and now she can't move her right arm. And I'm just like, damn, nigga, like, I just want to get this PowerPoint to, to Cindy, bro. Like, I just want to get the PowerPoint. Like, I do the PowerPoint. Like, I'm with you. We can talk about it on lunch, but like, it's 905. You know what I'm saying? And, and I didn't have the ability then to, to kind of. Barrier myself. You know what I'm saying? And then at the same time. But still be giving at the same time. Yeah, because I mean, that's why we're here. 
right? That's why that's why we're here. Like we're not here to do this shit solo. Like that's man. yeah, that shit is that shit is for, for, for sci-fi. Like you hear the, the like the the reason that we all exist is to kind of be tapped into everyone else's situation. But you got to kind of protect yourself. So at at this point, you know, if if you call me with the same issue three times, I got nothing for I'm, you. Uh, listen, please refer back to our previous conversation. Like. <laughs> Listen, you can tape this for recording purposes and everybody that, because I, I I don't I don't I don't like to repeat myself anymore, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's finding the balance of like being present for those who who need it and saving your old soul, you know what I'm saying? But to the to the sympathy question, uh why you ask that? Like I can't even remember why, but I think it was it was more along the, it was on the lines of just recognizing that as a person who doesn't take well, like I give what I get, I give what I what I I receive what I give. I don't know how what I'm saying there, but like I'm not good at accepting. what you put into the whatever it is. You get that back, back. but you don't want what you've given. I, yeah, I'm a giver yeah. in general. Like I'm out here, I'm either disseminating information yeah. or I'm giving advice. I'm giving support. Yeah, but I recognize and this is just something my own personal self process, self exploration. Yeah, I'm not great at receiving at my own birthday party i'm working and everybody is just like yo chill out yeah. why you and i'm sitting there was like nah yo there's empty fucking pans here but it, it was a, why but, is there no food in the pan how come you guys are not doing and i start making it about other people and justifying them being wrong yeah and not allowing them to to support me yeah by saying I have to do it, but the, it has to be on me. But the, the party specifically, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's what you said earlier, right? It's, a, it's a place of pride for the food, like because you take the pride in the food, like this is right. your shit. You know what I'm saying? At my party, I just want to make sure niggas had something to eat. Right? Fuck what it tastes like. If it tastes great, that's a bonus. As long as you're not like just drinking music all night, you know what I'm saying? It's cool. Like your glass is full, your belly is full. Cool. For you, that's different, right? For me. You know, it, it may be something else. Like if I had to, like anytime we're at work, and I, I work in a very sterile, numbers-driven environment. But anytime there's something like, oh, Jonathan, can you take a look at this ad we're gonna run or this whatever? Then, then it clicks. That, then, then that part of my brain starts going, and I'm like, nah, you can't send this out like this. Like this needs to be changed, and you need to think about this, and why you shoot it this way? Because now I give a fuck about that specific thing, even though it's not related to my job, and the level of giving a fuck increases. So now. I feel a sense of pride attached to that to that thing, right? right. So, I kind of think just in, in in a general sense where I am now, it's understanding when that kicks in right, and right, right. when I'm coasting, and to almost chase the things that make that thing kick in. It's funny because it's like I'm sure like when you're focused, like for example, if you're focused on your art or photography or whatever it may be. I guarantee you, you probably look mean as fuck, or you may even look I, angry. I don't want no questions. You may, but you're but you're thoroughly happy. Yeah, you're oh, pure yeah. enjoyment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I realize that that's a thing versus when you just generally just don't want to be fucked with son at I, work. So I be at work, son. It's so funny. I, I'm at work, and it's a very you know. Anytime you're working with like large data, right? Mm-hmm. There's always room for error. Right. Right. Um. So if I if, if I fuck up at work, you know, let's not let's not put that into the universe. If I fuck up at work, I'm just kind of like, all right, I'll fix it. <laughs> right versus um this is important versus if you put if this out into the universe you understand being versus if i if if other people have their exactly eyes versus if i no even 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 with that like i don't care i don't care i care to do a good job but i'm not emotionally t- tied to, to that report right versus if i if if i did a shoot or something and I upload. It has to be perfect. I will almost on some Kanye uh, Spotify shit. I'll take the picture down ten times because I see something wrong with it every time that I put it back, put it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like I started around like 26 to really pay attention to that part of my brain that was firing because even though I like, knew, I actually care about this. That's what I'm saying, I, son. I used to get up at 6:30 in the morning to edit photos from the weekend hmm. before work when I was still working in Jersey. You know what I'm saying? And I was like. What the fuck am I? But there was something bubbling up because I Feet gave so much yeah. a fuck about that thing. And then it's like it's a balance of you know when you when you learn a new discipline, there's the balance of the education and the expression, right? You want to still express yourself, but you're aware of like you don't know shit, right? And this is the era of you don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no one knows. A no one thing, knows. Thing, but no one is not that. Know but, but the problem is, is there's an instant gratification of, to it, right? And there's the, you know, from a high level, 
we all know what something great should look like, mm-hmm. but we don't have the patience to build the skills to to make that great. I Yo, think the I, ADD culture and the the amount of you have so much options being shoved down your throat these days it's that stupid. there's no such thing as mastery of anything. There's n- nothing. You don't have the options you don't, to master you don't, anything. We, we, that's not a part of our humanity anymore is to become a master of anything. Like like to what you said, right? We know what great looks like, right? Yeah. Um, Good taste. There's even so much so that if you can recognize greatness, you can have a job recognizing greatness, greatness, right? As a critic, a food right. critic, film critic, whatever, right? Because that's a skill. We all think that we're, we can recognize that shit. But then uh, you, it, it's balancing what you do to pay the bills with the anxiety of I'll never have the time to dedicate to being great. So then you got to say, why the fuck am I doing this? I mean, if you're not working towards that. Right, right, right. Am I naturally good enough? Like, do I just have that thing? We all think we have that thing. I think um, Shakespeare. I think I'm Shakespeare. I think um, uh, whoever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you, you kind of hope that, that you meet someone who kind of is like, yo, you got it. Let me put you under the you ring real quick. I, I want, I want, the, want the validation. I want, I want, I want the master. Yeah. The student is seeking the master. Right. You dig what I'm saying? Right and the path. <laughs> nah, I feel I'm referencing it. books. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's an actual book. <laughs> nah, I feel it. Like you know, Winston always says, "When the student is ready, the master will appear." Yeah. So that's from of, the light on the path. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. shout out to Winston. You know what I'm saying? And I'm and I'm always like, um, damn, it always stuck with me. Like, damn, like, okay, cool, cool. Or the Cabalion as well. I think it's in there too. That's a different book. It, but it's part of the same Hermetic philosophy. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I need to ask Mr. more questions then where he's getting his source of information from. Um, but nah, so, you know, as a, so as a person trying to do photography and trying to write, trying to develop whatever, whatever, I'm such an, I, I respect the art so much that I, I'm like, where can I learn? Not, not where can I just go do this and try to become whatever. Like, where can I go learn this shit? Because there's, there's a foundation to this, right? I'm trying I to read. I learn. I'm baby. trying to read Socrates, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Aristotle's Poetics. That comes with, a, like, the book is like 40 pages, right? And this is the foundation of like um, 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 dramatic rhetoric, right? But then there's, and, I, and I, I'm positive I slept through this in my Greek tragedy class in high school. I'm, this is a certainty I slept through it because I had basketball practice. But, um, and, and I'm reading. And you this. can only get a Greek tragedy class of fucking Lauren. Yeah, yeah, shout out to that. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to my fancy education. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. So I'm like, damn, I sh- should have paid attention. So there's like that aspect and then it's like, oh, reading the book and there's a 45 page intro to explain how indecipherable the poetics are given whatever was going on at the time, right? Just so you know, Aristotle was a hermeticist. I believe that. Yeah, I believe there. I believe that. You should read his uh, yeah. side Yeah, yeah, I believe that. So, so I, so now I'm getting into like, damn, there's this whole world of shit that I just don't know because I didn't either give a fuck before. I literally had basketball practice every fucking day, and that was the, that was the focus. So now when you're trying to write something, I'm not just, like, I tried it, right? I picked up a pen and paper. Well, I'm lying. I picked up my MacBook, and I wrote something, right? And then uh, this girl read it, and she was in the nicest way possible. She was like... This is fucking terrible. Ooh. But it, but I didn't, I didn't take it as ooh. It was you were like in the process. It was like no. It was like I know I don't know shit. Ah. Uh, you understand what I'm saying? I'm very good at like being able to. I'm very good at measuring myself. Like if I felt I had known everything about the three act structures and and beats and da 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 da. If I felt like I knew that, and she said that, then it's like damn, maybe I suck. But it's like you no, know, you would have been like bitch, you don't know shit. Nah, nah. I think I think I'm very good at self assessment. Like. Even even with like sports, if if like no, I'm saying like if you knew if you thought you knew what what it was, yeah, maybe maybe right. maybe. But even with like sports rankings in high school, it's very big to like yo, where am I ranking yeah, the state? Am I top five? Am I top ten? Am I top? And I was always very good at being like so. Let's say I was like 15, and I see a kid's name, and I'll be like, like I'm I'm looking at this shit every night. Like I know all these when they playing. I'm going to their games. I'm looking at these kids like he's a little better than me. <laughs> I was very good at that. So, so if, if, even if I felt like it was, I was super proud of it. You know, the, the, the constructive criticism is never a thing I shot away from. But I'm at this place where I'm trying to learn and express myself and go to work, and the like whirlwind of that. And you're only going to learn by expressing. Of yourself. course, of course, yeah. of course, of course, of course. But I feel like you know, there's, you know, the actual point of what I'm writing is to dig into this notion, right? You work at. Um, GA, which is a place designed for people to change industries 
later on in their career. Right. That doesn't necessarily exist for like a writer. It's kind of, you just go write and you figure that shit out. A ton of these writers don't have any like scholastic writing background. A ton of them do. There's like a balance of you're born with it, you learned it, you can figure the shit out, you put the time in or whatever. But now, but there was an ignorance when we first picked up the the idea, and now that ignorance is being peeled away, and it's like this is a large task. That's good. I mean, this but is that's a large good. So task. Like sometimes, uh, if if I look at like the more guys, yeah, like, they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, and that ignorance is what allowed them to get to get where they are. Where they are, because yeah. if you and I said, "Yo, let's go get it. Let's go start a game with Fetty," we're not doing half of the shit that they're doing. Half, right? Because we know better. Right, and they don't know better, yeah, yeah, yeah. so they they end up doing it and getting it done. Yeah, and it's no, just that's like, fair. So I, that's why I'm always like, I'm always, I never tell Keegan what to do. I was like, yo, go do, shoot your shot, beloved. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah shoot it, cause shoot it. I don't. My ball is flat. When it comes to all that shit, you know, back to what we were saying, like you know, I, I I'm aware of the the pride that goes into. Okay, I I read this I read this book that talks about. The, the architecture of writing of screenwriting mm-hmm. now let's apply it and it's like trying to dis- trying to figure it out F- i took off a week and a half of work to do this shit like you know what i'm saying because i needed to the, the time to clear my you head just rewrite somebody's someone else's shit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- th- there was a ton of exercise we tried to do the exercises the shit i would never do in regular school do right. the exercises fuck out of here did the exercises were, and like that 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 has everything moving, and then you go back to work on Monday. You get back, you, f- you fly back in town, and it's back to normal. Where's the report? Pull a query. So what? What shuts down? <laughs> Pull a query. <laughs> Yo, I never heard the word. No one who doesn't work in data-driven environments has even used the word query. All I hear is query every fucking day. <laughs> Run a couple queries. Pull the query. Retool the query. <laughs> Shut the like! What a word I hate! What a, what a <laughs> word, word I've grown hate. to hate. <laughs> so what shuts your pride down? It's not even shut. Or what attacks your ego or vanity? Because do you associate pride with vanity or ego? No, no. So then, what is it? Vanity? Ego, ego. ego. To, to me, pride is something real. Okay, explain. I that. have a like if I if I um. Yeah, yeah, to me, your, your ego is, a, is all an illusion. I don't think pride is an illusion. I think when I'm speaking of pride, I'm talking about pride in terms of... Um, Do you connotate it with self-worth? Yeah, maybe. Okay. But but to me, ego is like you can have an ego about something that you're not pr- proud about at all. Like I'm 6'5", right? There are people who are 5'1", who they have a huge ego because they're small. Mm. You see what I'm saying? They're not... And it's not like they're... There's no, they're not really proud about being short. They're just, their ego is big because they're insecure about being short. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any pride about being six five. I didn't, I didn't work to be six five. I came out of my mother's vagina panty six five. So this is what it is. I have no pride about that. Like, but thankful, I guess it helped out. With, you know, down low on the post. You know what I'm saying? But and there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no ego with that. There's no. I mean, there would be more of an ego than pride, right? Like you walk into a room and niggas recognize you because you're the biggest nigga in the room. So that makes your ego feel good. But genuine pride, I didn't, I didn't work at it. Mm. We talked about that before over the text. I was saying, uh, I don't know if anybody's seen um, the fuck is the name of this shit? Um, the Jinx. Have you seen the Jinx, Ardo? About Robert, uh, yeah. Robert Durst. Yeah, yeah. The craziest shit you've ever yeah. seen on television. Have Crazy. you seen the Poison? No. You have to watch it. Crazy. Like yeah, I barely Crazy. got through Stranger Things. Listen, no, no, no. It's a, it's this it's a documentary. It's, it's, it's a documentary. Okay. It is four part, five part, four part. I think five. I think it might be. Who has that, who's that amount of time? Listen, bro. Listen, I think it might be the best thing I've watched in television in the last couple my, of years. My man fucking put me onto that yeah uh, crazy yeah the ending was insane oh my god the greatest ending of endings of unbelievable all endings. unbelievable ending all right so for this, a documentary okay no well i've was. never felt more satisfied <laughs> watching anything on the fucking idiot box than watching how, how something can naturally happen yeah it was the greatest shit greatest i've ever ending. seen okay so it's this this guy is born into this billionaire real estate family in new york right by the way our our company when we were doing a bid to win a city contract yeah. was going up against the, and, the and, Durst. And he won. No, we really won. we won. Oh shit. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. That's also terrifying. Yeah. Um but not nah, so this guy, you know, born to a billionaire family, whatever, whatever, accused of killing 
three, four people get got off every time. But like when I say like these are three separate trials, three separate trials. When I say accused, I mean like they found the body in his house. You understand? Like they're finding the bodies with like the head chopped off. I wish I could. You could hear the, <laughs> the, the, the look face, on your face. The yeah, look yeah. on my face. Yeah. Insane. Insane shit. Right. So he gets off. So there. So, but everyone knows he's fucking guilty. Somehow he gets off on these ill technicalities. Right. The greatest lawyers of all time. So, th- so this documentary team is like, yo, we want to do a documentary on you. And his arrogance is it's like, HBO. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's on HBO. His arrogance is like, all right, cool. Come do the docu. Oh, like so he's really out here. Come do the docu. He's OJ. He's you know, he's way better than OJ. <laughs> <laughs> he's killing OJ. So he's like, yo, come do the docu, no problem. Like, you know, follow me, ask me what you gotta ask me. And you look at him and all you see is like I killed this. He's killed he's killed many, many people, right? His eyes are beady as fuck. He's he soulless. Oh my god. He looks like a fucking alien. Mm. So, um, but he has all this money. He has a crib in Florida, has a crib in whatever, whatever, all these places. And the one thing that stood out to me. <laughs> what was his name? Because I looked up Rob, Fred Durst. Yeah, Robert that's Durst. The Limp I looked, I pulled up Fred Durst and Limp Biscuit came up. Not the, not the 1990s rock group. <laughs> so this oh, dude, man. this dude. Yeah, I remember that shit. Um, he says, uh, they're asking him a question. I forget what the actual question was, but, he, but his response was something like, listen. I never had a sense of pride about anything, right? I didn't. I didn't work for this money. It was given to me. I was born into it. I have. I have no place of belonging. I don't feel anything in general, but especially when it comes to my ability to live this lifestyle because I didn't work for it. And for a fucking serial killer to acknowledge some real shit like that, fucking genius, was genius. Like that level of self reflection and self awareness is crazy. You know what I'm saying, and I feel like that's where I am with my shit. Like, what about do I to kill bitches? Like, no, I'm not out here killing, <laughs> but what am I proud about? Right? You know, by all de- definitions of American culture, I work, I make a little bit of bread, my fat, I'm, I'm healthy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I can travel whenever I feel like it. My family is healthy for the most part. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like this is like this is the plan B. This was always the plan B, right? But because the plan A is the dream, whatever that is at the moment. But this is the plan B, and I'm good. I'm on track to go be a successful, contributing member of society, and blah, blah, blah. And when people, to what we talked about with Keegan and them, oh, like, what do you do? Where do you work? <sighs> Who gives a fuck, right? Because there's no pride associated with that because I almost feel like I didn't work for it. Hmm. I feel like it just kind of happened, and I'm just super-duper lucky and the chips fell in the right place. So I'm, 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 th- I'm thinking about this shit. I'm getting depressed throughout well, the week. Well, you stayed on the treadmill. Yeah, but, but I think that's part of that's part of it, right? Because you at at any point you could have jumped you off. Could, you could be fucking um, one of Buffett's kids, right? Yeah, the ones who said that one who's like living in like a trailer home. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. mean, so I, I I call my OG and I'm like, son, I'm texting him. I'm like. Because I'm telling him, like, yo, I'm about to go. I'm about to take a week off of work. Go right. He was like, all right, good luck. And I'm like, luck. I'm like, this whole shit is luck, bro. Like, I didn't work for this. This is all accident. This is an accident. Like, I, I'm just, I, I, I'm thankful that I'm thankful. You're in this situation. That I'm in a situation. But I didn't work hard at all. Yeah. And he says to me, he says, you're forgetting how hard you worked. Right. He said, you've probably worked really fucking hard. And you're just old and your brain stopped working and you don't even remember don't the even pain remember. that the you went me- through. This is all a mental creation. Yeah. Right? What, whatever you're manifesting at this moment yeah. is a mental creation of your past thoughts. Yeah. And it's just finally actualizing. Yeah. And you didn't realize that you nope. actualized it. Nope. Like, you ever find yourself... I mean, I found myself things that I've written that I said I want to do in yeah. the next five years. And oh. then it's five years later. And My I'm wallet like, is full of affirmations, nigga. And, but <laughs> I find, I look back at it and I realize I'm doing that exact thing that now. I said would yeah. make me happy. It's not making me happy. Nope. But I said that I would be doing them. And I'm like, oh, shit, I really am out here creating. I really am out here doing I this. I really am doing really the exact things that I am saying that I will do. Maybe I need to raise my fucking thermostat. Yeah. Maybe I need yeah, to. Yeah, son, you really out here living in the majestic. That shit is real. You know, and because like when you ask the question, it was like, what are you proud of? For me, the things that come up are are things about my character, mm. right? Like who I am as a person, things that I've been able to overcome, things that were given to me mm-hmm. or put on to me mm-hmm. 
that I had no choice or control of mm-hmm. that I therefore overcame and or sublimated. Right, 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 right. I sublimated Boom. it into a higher energy. The only thing, listen, we, 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 he and I went back and forth really quick and I said, the only thing I'm proud about it was my ability not to blow my brains out in my 20s, mm-hmm. right? Literally, the only thing I'm proud about is withstanding the psychological warfare that I had to endure in my mid-20s, right? And that'll be another episode, but you know what I'm saying? But that's the only <laughs> thing I'm proud about because it was like, here comes this thing, right? Or this time in your life that would kill most people. Right. And, and I've seen people die from it. I've seen people, you know, I've seen people be less lucky to be in a situation to like combat those things, right? And my ability to kind of get out of that. People in my family. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And like that ability, to, that like mental toughness to kind of fight through that shit and be where I am. And when I say where I am, I just mean alive and fully functioning and, and, and motivated and passionate about something. You know what I'm saying? Like to be there, that is what I'm proud of. But like, if I wanted to go out tomorrow and buy a BMW or lease a BMW, I could do that. Could do if that, I, yeah. if I wanted to travel to whatever, I could, I could do that. You know what I'm saying? If I wanted to get a bigger crib, and I could do all of that. These material things have gotten- Relatively little value. Bre- brethren, listen, the worthless. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Worthless, right? Um, me learning, uh, me learning a new technique with a camera, or learning this one little thing about writing screenplays. There's way more value and fulfillment in that than buying something. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think Jim Carrey said he was just like, I wish everybody was rich to so that they would all know that that's not the answer. That's not the answer, bro. It's, it's not the, Dave Chappelle had a quote. Um, he was like, every obstacle in his life has been psychological, right? So the inside of his brain looks like Denzel Washington's back in glory, right? <laughs> but, and, and, and I heard that and I identified with that so much. I'm like, you know, physically, I mean, yeah, I've, you know, I've had knee surgeries and I fuck my shoulder up. And yeah, I have aches and pains, but like and I can walk. Son, I look past people. I mean, I walk past people every day who are hunched the fuck over from like some chronic scoliosis thing where they might have been a war vet and they came right. back to no insurance and now their whole shit is... And I look at them and I'm like, damn, I'm lucky. Right. Lucky. That's all you can say. Lucky, bro. All you can say. That's it. It's it's pure luck. And Like you see somebody born blind. Luck. I'm lucky. I, I can see. I wear glasses, but I can see. Right. You know what I'm saying? Write. I can write. I can read. I can write. I can earn a living. Right. Right. You're not disabled. But but at work, I feel like it's a big hoax and someone's going to one day pull up the curtain and be like, ah, oh, he doesn't know anything. That's how I be feeling like. I think everybody feels that way. Do they? I think everybody feels. I, I, I think people. At, I, feel like, I feel like I'm stealing. I literally feel no, like I think I'm that's stealing. A, so that, that's a general. That's a general like. No, I think that's part of the system in itself. No right? one's admitting that then. No one's admitting I feel like I'm stealing. No one will ever admit it. Right. Well, I'm because it's, it here always, it's always about how you present yourself. Remember, it's always about your 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 representative. You know, your representative is is the one who's My representative sucks, bro. My representative sucks. Like, I'd be at work like, all right. I, I, I don't even have, because, because it's like, it's twofold. How much longer can I do this? Right? But how do I keep it up enough to pay my PSC and G bill? Right. Right? Right. Heat and hot water. That has to stay on. Well, it's included, but you know, whatever. I mean, there, there may be a thing, there may be a thing where, where if we're talking about we're talking about cultures in work itself. Right. I'm sure if 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 you and I worked, if we came straight out of college and we worked at the second generation Jamaican section of BET. <laughs> <laughs> what section is that? You know what I mean? But like if that section ever existed, right? Yeah, yeah. And we were working on, you know, cur- curating music videos. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The culture would I be. I thought you meant like the mailroom where all the second Jamaicans <laughs> go to work. That's what I thought you meant. Like I don't want to do that. But like if that were if that if you know if there was a place like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. the culture would have been so about us, yeah, that we'd feel a level of comfort because like at places I work now, I have worked, yeah, I see the clickiness and I realize how the environment, how people are actually happy to come into work so they can hang out with their people. Right, yeah. And there's this, and that's that, rare though. That, at least oh, in my world, people be at work like your birthday party, your birthday lunch is after work. Fuck you, bro. I'm not coming. That's how I feel. You, yeah, you. But what I'm saying is like we're talking about those who fit into that culture, I, right? I, 
you, it, it's like Ardo's checking his watch, by the way. No, I feel like, it. Ardo, we gonna get you to say by eight, baby. No, 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 no. Good. I, I got. You will I have to go to North. You will have to go to North. He's going to the city, right? Yeah. All right. I'm going back into the city. Yes. So you got time. Yo, we should think we should wings. Anyway, what we talk about? I forget what I was. Oh. I don't even, everyone I talk to, which is the reason I'm writing this show, feels how I feel. Mm. No one that I talked to was buying into this bullshit. No one. My, my dad is all the way 56 or whatever the fuck. He not, he's not buying in. What about your career, the, the people who are in their career at your job? My boss is like, I'm, out, I'm back to France in three years, baby. I'm, trying, I'm sorry to snitch. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean to snitch on you, Pascal. But he, <laughs> he's out. Three years, name? Pascal. Back, back to France. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. other homegirl, hey, Juan, she back to Korea. She's out of here. No one buys it. Son, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in this, this one lady's office. Shout out to hey, Juan. She's Korean, but she's lived in like six countries, right? Super cool. Like She's in charge of uh, marketing or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to her. She was like... Somehow, like, all this side shit I'm doing comes up. She's like, oh, my God, that's so interesting. Like, I want to do, I want to make an app. I want to do some investments. I want to make a blo-. She ain't doing it. I'm like, yo, I'm like, are you making 250 a year? Right. You could have been done it. You could have, like, what are you, what are you talking? You pay somebody. I'm like, wait, wait, so you're not, you're not happy with this shit? She was like, of course not. Well, in her little accent. Well, but you, you know what I'm saying? You make 250 to waste your time not working on the things you want to work this on. Is, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Son, my homegirl's mother is, uh, she's an entertainment, but she's a comedian, right? And, um. She worked in entertainment for 10, 15 years. She was cool with Cosby and all of them, you know, and uh, all of like that generation, you know what I'm saying? I think she's like in her late 50s, maybe. And I'm talking to her, and she's in corporate America. I see her on the train. Mm. And she's like, Jonathan, this ain't for me. I'm like, yo, that's so funny because you're 60. You know what I'm saying? Like, at what point is it for you? So she's like, this isn't for me. So maybe like a month and a half ago, she's like, Jonathan, listen, like, you know, I got I to gotta do something different. Like, I can't die here. She's like, I'm about to start a podcast or something or a TV show or something. She's 60, my nigga. Gray hairs, my nigga. I mean, but, but that's hold, also hold, the transition of just up, energy though. overall. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But hold up, though. Two months later, hey, Jonathan, I'm going to film the first segment of my show. I want you to be a part of it, blah, blah, blah. She was like, because she was focused. Right. She's on she it. She was like. Well, she also had the end. She's been in it. So, like, she don't. she doesn't have, like, so, for example, your boss. Yeah. She's like. I don't even know the first step, and that numbs out her brain oh, for even yeah, to take yeah, that first step. Yeah. Whereas this homegirl, she was just she, like, she, she I know was. exactly. Like I'm out here, I'm I'm lean. Well, 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 her thing was, she was doing comedy, she was doing acting, um, but she had a she had a transition uh, personally, and didn't want to go. She, you know, spiritually, whatever it is, she didn't want to go the same lane. She was telling like the, the dirty jokes and all that. She wanted right, to, right, right. So trying to figure out her lane. She was and, just trying to find her voice, her new she, voice. And she got really, she got, she got really into that side of her brain. Got it. And was like, how do I now take this to the? How do I now bring this into entertainment? Yo, Kurt Franklin's out here making millions. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and still Millie rocking on the corner with some with a Chanel scarf. There's tons of lanes. Like everyone, everyone has a lane, but it's just ill. Like. I feel like I'm going to get found out at work. Like, literally, like, Jonathan, come here. Like, you don't know nothing. So, you got to go. Everyone feels like that. Everyone wants to go do something else. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you on that. I think that's true. What I'm getting at is that what ends up pacifying a lot of people is, is that clickiness. Is that, like, oh. You think so? I, yo, I see. I, I mean, I've never, it could I've, be. Remember, I work in different, in, I've yeah, worked yeah, in yeah. different industries than, than you. I worked in a more, I guess, I guess younger. Yeah. Uh, industries yeah. within advertising or even within like startups. Yeah. Right. So and nah, these people are old that I fuck with. They I see these girls and I see these guys and I'm like, yo, they're just here to socialize. Really? Like literally here to socialize. I, that's why I, no one fucking stays at a company anymore past fucking two years. three years, yeah. two years. Just all socialization happening. I'm at work like where are the dreamers, bro. <laughs> I'm at work like I need to meet the dreamers because. I need someone to talk like so. I have a homegirl at work, and I'll talk to her about this shit, and she'll just be like, "Yeah, I'm not really passionate about anything else." And I'm just like, "What?" But those are the you're those, those, are, those are the people who I'm talking about who end up the ones like what's her name? Did she did she ever talk about how she like just likes to do nothing? Who? Um, last episode. Uh, with, yeah, the her homegirl. No. Oh. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, I I don't. I think so. Anyway, well. Well, anyway, she well somebody yeah. that, that we know yeah, yeah. was talking about how like no, like I I enjoy my job, 
and I just oh, want to do this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Right. And I, 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 could, I couldn't buy into it. I was looking at Nine her like five. she had five heads. Nine to but, five. But, yeah. but, but, but there are people who are like that. But, but she, she could, likes the people but, she works. She's like, I love the people I work with. I hang out with them all the time. I hang out with them after work. I, and those, that's what I'm talking about. There are people like that where work, where they know. love school, like the school environment. Yeah. Work is an extension of that school environment. They were in sororities, whatever. Yeah. Well, well, you know, she was very, she said, I do feel, she said, I feel proud about it. Like, in my, in, in my brain, it's the same muscle. If you feel a sense of pride that's, that that you, that you you've bought into that someone else has created an infrastructure for you to be a part. That's awesome. Like, right? If if I felt that way, you know, I'd I'd be more than happy to if a company existed to go fulfill all my dreams and work on my dreams every day. Um, but it's this, you know. I read um, like if Comedy Central gave you the the jump, you wouldn't jump in. Yeah, but if it was like, yo, we like what you're trying to do here. Um, we'll work with you. Like, you know, we'll try it out. Like, I'm not. And, and and what I've learned, Bigger boys just got that Viceland. Yeah, you see, we're beeping at the fuck out because we coming for the niggas next. We coming for the niggas next. We didn't even play in the same realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but no. So um, your boy Tim Ferriss for our work week read that shit a couple years ago, and one of the things that stuck out was like interest or cyclical, right? Mm-hmm. I I was doing photography every day for two years learning trying to create whatever whatever and I haven't touched the camera in a while because my interest has now shifted so it's trying to be aware of the lifestyle you need to have that cyclical ability to, to, to do what you want to do yeah. but balance it with the money has to still flow in because I'm talking all of this shit but I'm uber everywhere you understand what right. I'm saying like I live a certain you're not way. lean yet like you still, you still, you still living like the paycheck is going to be because you know there's going to have to come that time where you have to make the jump. You see what I'm saying? Where yeah. you're going to have to leave because you you have the opportunity. Yo, we need you out in L. A. for the next two weeks. What do I do? Right. What do and I then do? Rent. Oh my! Two oh my God! What do I? Oh my God! What do I do? You know, taking out a savings. What do I do? You see what I'm saying? But you know, I, I, a certain lifestyle you. I'm not 21, bro. I'm trying to cut down on my lifestyle for that reason. I'm trying to cut down too, but you know. But it's hard. But hey, you gotta eat. The, so potato, the, like, the grapes are expensive. So Neil, like wacko beef, wagyu beef. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dick. The yeah. Tenderest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tender. Like you can't sushi nakazawa. Yeah, you been? What do you mean? You sat at the. Uh, at the I uh, said at the he, table. He cried. I cried. Did you really cry? Yo, tears. Shut up. Real tears. Not nah, like joy, 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 joy tears. Joy tears. Shout out to Maruf. He got a song called Joy Tears on like, his two albums ago. So shout out to Maruf. <laughs> joy tears. Rising sun tears. Man. Yeah. Like yo, life changing experience. Primarily uh, to the point of what we're talking about, how no one has the opportunity to master things. Yeah. Yo, mastery. You've Nakazawa, tasted mastery. I've tasted mastery. Nakazawa, he had to. He apprenticed under Jiro, yeah. you know, from the, the documentary Jiro Dreams of Sushi. Yeah. Right? He apprenticed under him for 10 years just to be called a sushi chef. Yeah. Like, you're not, you're just, you're a bum for 10 years. Yeah. Like, you're not even a chef. You're a bum. You're a bum for yeah. 10 years. Yeah. And then you can go touch the fish. Yeah. Then you could be out. It's in 10 the years front. on rice. 10 years on rice Isn't and that crazy? eggs. Let somebody come tell me. To, uh, listen, I've said this every episode in some degree. My celebrity is too big to be doing ten years on rice. Okay, eighteen months you could be a nurse. The, eighteen that, months. I, I, need, I need a fast track program. If you had a a mentor, a writer that's a one of your mentors, and they told you to go get coffee at, at thirty years old, yeah. you're not doing it. No, I am. But no, Mr. you're Miyagi, not. It depends on your kinda, respect. For the you're person. not going to do it. Kind of not. Yeah. It You'll do on your it once. You'll do it twice. But if you feel like it, 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 I w- says, I, it, it would have. I think he would. Depending on the respect he has for the person, the person, I think he would do it. Like if James Cameron came up in here, it was just like, like you'd swallow the bullet. You'd be like, you'd, you'd make it totally, totally about your race at some points. But, <laughs> but you'd would be I like, get, would I get the co- would I get the coffee at thirty? Would I get the coffee? If Aaron Sorkin said, I would absolutely. If that was your job. To get the coffee. But you knew why you were doing it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know why, why you're doing it, but you're why. 30. I have to know why. Am I getting the coffee The, the money has to come in still, no? But are you taking a step? But you're taking a step back to take a step forward. That's a great yeah, question. Yeah, maybe, maybe. yeah. You're taking sure. a step back to take a step If you have the patience, that's the thing. Is that's we the don't question. have the patience and dedication. Am I you don't have it at 30. That's a great question, Ardo. I might that's why you're, whole shit. That's why you're d- drafting LeBron, and you're not. Right, right. 
you're not drafting Kwame Boy. You drafted, <laughs> just, no, 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 that's a that's a that's a, that is an excellent point. Am I going to get the coffee at thirty? I would. You love. I think if you love the process enough, because if you were going to do it yourself, but now you have the a two pathway, to, yeah, yeah, to get it done, and all you need to do is to. Is to, to humble yourself. Yeah. Those who seek knowledge must begin with humbleness. Yeah, Boja yeah, Banton. Yeah, man. You know? Free up, Boja. Um, like, if you were going to take that step back, yeah. you know, like, let me humble myself because this is my master, quote unquote master, yeah. right? And this is the person that I'm apprenticing under, right? I'm going to take this because I know what that source is, right? I can, and you may have to, you may have to qualify and be like, all right, I could only give myself a year. No, yeah. I think the issue with, with me would be, you gotta really convince me why I'm getting this coffee, which is the, which is the problem. You understand what I'm saying? Like that is like I don't. I, it would have to be something that I'm like. That's th- not up to them to convince you. No, have to no, convince yourself. no, no. Right, 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 right. But it, the universe would have to convince me. Like I have to stay up all night praying, meditating, and then in the morning <laughs> the answer would have to come on a scroll. And if the answer wasn't what I needed it to be, no, I, I would get the coffee because I was gonna say if the answer isn't what I needed it to be, then I go to work in the morning, and then I kind of wanted to shoot myself in the head, so I think I would just get the fucking coffee. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna not... I'm gonna hit up with my another Japanese reference. So there's one of my favorite <laughs> animes. It's called Shokugeki no Soma. Okay, and it's, I, it's like I think the English version of it is called Food Wars. Okay, um, and it's literally about this young this kid chef, right? He goes to this this prestigious chef school, mm-hmm. and it's like cutthroat, like. Kids getting thrown out every day if Jesus. they have like bad food, but like everybody who comes out of there is like top Michelin rated star, uh, Michelin rated uh, chefs. Uh-huh. And there's this one. The main character is this kid. He has like no ego, right? And he ends up, and people are like shitting on him. And everybody has like their trademark dish. Or some dudes has a, a like a ridiculous sense of smell. Some chick knows about meats better than anybody. Whereas him, he has no special skill. Other than his ability to take shit and to not take it personally. And the lack of him taking it, where somebody's shitting on him and yeah. he doesn't even hear it. Mm. He's just like, all right, got it. I'm going to fix that. Boom, go, boom, go. And he's just constantly making errors and fixing them, making errors and fixing them, making errors and fixing them, where he ends up just shitting on everybody. And he's super com- in the show. He's super confident in, him, in himself. Like it's a weird mix because he's very. I'm gonna just send me the link, bro. He's very. Yeah, I'm gonna put it in the show notes. Like he's super confident, right? Very, very confident. But at the same time, he has no ego because he's oh, and it's literally with people who are who are above him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because he's like, yo, I have to be the best. I don't care what I look like. Mm. I don't care what it looks like, and it is is wild, inspiring me because you just see it. That's amazing. Send me that. Yeah. As you're saying that, I'm trying to figure out what my problem is. <laughs> and he, and here's what I've landed on. I never, I never got beat up. <laughs> you never, you never caught the fish. Never caught the. Nick, no one ever knocked me the fuck out. Never, never got beat up ne- either. Never got beat up. And I think, and my I say that to myself. That was about it. I mean, my dad was whooping my ass on a regular. Yeah. Um, but I never got beat up. You know, you may be right. Cause like I know I don't know what it's like to. Get, I heard I heard somebody else's podcast and it was like, "Yo, you're good once you catch a fit. A fi- like when you realize and you get hit in the jaw and that you, you and, won't die. And if you don't die, I've been hit in my jaw and I didn't die. Right. And it was like, oh, oh, now, I'm out here. I'm he. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I never got my ass whooped to the point where I never like you know when 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 you run in your mouth and talking shit or whatever, and you get knocked out. The next time you run your mouth, you you kind of you know that that hook is coming to knock you. So I don't have that reflex. Right. I just stay on my shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I think I, I could have used a knockout or two. It's funny because even in the the this anime yeah. is like the his dad. He doesn't realize he his dad owns like a diner, and he finds out later his dad is like one of the highest rated chefs ever. He just has no ego. He runs and runs a diner. Yeah. And they used to have like food competitions and. He's like he's the kid is like down like six hundred to one. He's lost six hundred straight. So he's worked the ego out by taking constant L's from his dad, but always getting a little bit better every time. Yeah, and it, that's the, the interesting thing that I found. So he was always getting punched in the mouth. Uh, yeah, I, and he just has this lack of like I don't even know what that feels like. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, nah, man. I, again, this translates to psychological. Psychologically, I'm not scared. And like, any people, you know, people. I'm very aware of like I'm I'm a big proponent of mental Yo, health. Do you want what you want? Yeah, I mean, you know, I love Keegan too. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. But 
man, I wish y'all niggas would have watched Easy because this ties into this last episode. Anyway, yes, but now it's yeah, it's a little dark. Yeah, now it's uh, all right. I want what I want. Now you got to convince your lady, your right. family, right. your people. That's why he's single. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it's uh, but at the same time. But do you want what you want? Yeah, well, right, yeah. and that's the thing is that I'm realizing sometimes I, I, I want too many things. Like so, for example, an elephant, an elephant can an elephant hoof like paw, yeah, yeah, can lay its its paw down on this wood floor yep. and leave no mark, but a stiletto heel can drive straight through the floor mm-hmm. because the concentration mm-hmm. of the heel is focused, yeah. right? Even though she may only weigh 110 pounds, yeah. The focus of that heel is so sharp that it'll cut right through the floor. But an elephant who weighs a ton may just, mm-hmm. it's flat because it's all spread. And there's so many things that it's mm-hmm. its spread out. Mm-hmm. It's dispersed. Mm-hmm. Your concentrations. You want a relationship. Mm-hmm. You want a good business. You want to have a you want to have an art studio. You want to have X yeah. amount of money. So we got to put, so put our heels on. You got to put your heels on. <laughs> that is so uh, on the fence. But everything is gender fluid. So I'm rolling with it. We got to put our heels on. It's <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> We gotta put our heels on. God damn, that, that sounds Japanese like a motherfucker too, nigga. That was a great analogy, my nigga. That was fantastic. God damn, fantastic. Yeah, put, nah. your, put your heels on. I'm talking shit because it's like I'm still with the fucking elephant oh, thing. My paws are like this. I'm out here, yo. <laughs> my I'm paws spread are eagle. Like this. Yeah, paws. <laughs> <laughs> paws. Damn. But yeah, no. Nah, but I, but at the same time, I am making that transition where I'm just like, all right, I gotta get more concentrated, and I have to become more of a dick about those you have, oh. about things that are taking my energy i don't have the you know i'm still i, not, I don't I'm, not I'm, good a, at it. I'm a dickhead right when it's but i'm a dickhead uh, in the worst way i'm a dickhead to like be laugh to at be somebody. funny yeah point and laugh we're gonna make this nigga feel terrible tonight you understand <laughs> like i'm a dickhead in that regard but not for your own but in, in the not like, for your own right in profit. the end like listen woman okay don't text me don't call me i'm out of town for the next week i'm working on my shit i don't want to no lip woman I don't have that interview. Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't have that interview. Right? He called me, all right? NBC called. Uh, whatever the fuck called. I have a development deal, bitch. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm moving to LA for six weeks. I'm out of here. I don't have that in me. I, I just don't have it. I need it. But I, I don't I don't have it in me. Are you going to make it then? With, with, like? Oh, no. I, I mean, <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I guess the fuck not, no. At some Shout point, out, that, that's going to come. I'm doing this on purpose. Shout no. out to Damaro, who continues. Who's this? To, to, the, the jacket. From college, the one who, okay. who tried to put a jacket on me. Okay. Uh, one of y'all got to Google. Somebody here here got to Google a jacket. If they want I know to what you're talking about. about. But yeah, shout out to Damara. Because I don't know why you continuously text me. Like calling her name like that? Every other month. You going to tag an episode? Tag an and then timestamp her shit? The kid doesn't look like me, so I'm good. Yo, stop <laughs> it. I'm swapping the baby when I see her. I don't even know who this girl is. Um, no, this is... To your point, Ardo, are you going to make it then? You know, I used to stress about that, right? And let's say it ends up that I write a show, I become some super duper ill photographer, whatever it is. What's well, your first problem? Well, no, no. He's like five things. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> whatever it is. Whatever, no, no, whatever Can't it is. Can't be the answer. No, no, what I'm saying is. Are you comfortable with saying exactly what you want? No, no, no. What I'm, what I'm saying is. I don't necessarily, I'm not married to the idea that that thing has to be my vocation versus a thing that I get to do all the time, whether it makes me money or not. But are you, can you say there's a exactly what you want? I'm sure I want to write, write a television show and have it be on Netflix or, or HBO. Okay. Without question. It's, it's in my wallet. You thought I was joking? I made it written down. Um, without question. So, but but I'm no, I'm no longer married because there's, the, I may not be looking wide enough, right? I may be saying, um, because I think I'm about to piss myself. I gotta do your thing. Do your thing. I think what people f- forget is that being creative is one thing. Being creative under the under the scrutiny of a advertising company is a little different, right? When they come and say, "Hey, JD, listen, we love your fucking show. It's awesome, but hey, uh, you can't say this. You can't say that. You can't have this scene." We actually have a guy that's going to come in and they're going to rewrite your whole shit. And we're going to, your name will stay on it. It'll just be at the bottom of the, do I want to, then I'll, then I'll kill someone. If that's, if the, if I have to now sacrifice the art 
to pay the bills versus I can pay the bills and be creative, maybe on a smaller scale, on a different scale, maybe I'll be happy with that too. But there's nothing in actual production now, so I don't know. But I ha- I've had multiple people, like I had a friend of mine, I bumped him on the street, he's a musician, he's been a classically trained musician for years, he went to, I think he went to Berkeley, studied with uh, Esperanza Spalding and all them you know, fancy jazz people My now, mother. right? Nah, she, she's the truth. And I saw him on the side of the street maybe like a week ago and he's carrying his, uh, his piano and his sax or whatever the fuck he plays. And he's he's like, carrying his piano. In a in a um his keyboard. Oh okay. Not not his grand, <laughs> not his baby grand. Shots to the dub for finally getting back yeah, to yeah. the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> he's a single man out here. Um so so I'm talking to him and you know, in the mid like in the bike lane, we're having this crazy deep conversation. I haven't seen him in ten years. We're having this crazy deep conversation in the bike lane. And he's like, Yeah, I'm like, yo, what's up with the music? He's like, Listen, man, you know it's great. I got this gig I do every every Friday or whatever playing you know back up and he's like you know we've, and we're talking about music who you listening to he's like oh i fuck with kendrick shit and he's a musician so he's a big dilla fan right like real musicians are all jay dilla fans that is a thing he's the only producer where real musicians fuck like want to be like dilla you understand really? so he's, he's talking about this and, that, and he's like yo all of the shit that kendrick's doing this ex- experimental like live instrumentation with him he said i've been doing that for years yeah. as a side man Right, I just never got to that place where I was like composing my own shit. He said, "But I've been doing that. Like that's not a new thing." He said, he's, "It's amazing, but I've done that, right?" And he's like, "I'm getting to the place in my life where, like, you know, I've been doing this. This is all I know, right? All I know is music." He said, "I even quit for for two years to figure out, do I even want if this, this thing?" This is really what when I he told want. me quit. This I was is like, all I'm really about. I was like, "Yo, you quit? Like, what did you do?" He's like. Listen, I quit music. I said, but he said, I'm doing it again because he said, it's, I literally cannot escape it. This is what I'm here to this do. Right? And he said, um, I'm at the place where now I'm like a barren woman. I've never given birth to a real project. I've only been a side man. I've never orchestrated, composed, and been right. the lead architect on a project. And he said, if I don't get that out, it's going to kill me. Right? And I'm looking at him, and mind you, I'm I'm here on my semi-creative shit, but I just left the office, right? So I'm kind of like in, in <laughs> right, fluorescent right. light mode. Right. And he's telling, and this is like again in the bike lane. The diamond is there. We're in the bike lane. <laughs> and and uh and he's saying he said he said listen he said one of the one of the some of the best advice he ever got came from one of his one of his friends. He said this guy's a legendary writer composer, right? This guy is like insanely talented and puts his heart and soul into everything that he writes, right? And he says. He, but but he suffers. He's literally dying every time he picks up that pen or picks up that instrument, right? But he said, "It's like Steve Jobs towards the iPhone." Yeah, 4. right. And he and yeah. he said, uh, he said, but at, he said, but at the end of that process, that thing can live on, right? He puts himself in it long before, long after he's dead and buried and in the soil. That thing will be here as a representation of that's that period of his life. And he said, that's. The most important part is getting that shit out of you. So I have a final question for you then. Because we're talking about, in essence, we're talking about creation. For sure. Right? And we're talking about something that lives on. If you had to make a choice Mm. between your creative creations. And a kid. And a child. Yeah. What's your choice? I'd probably choose a kid. Really? Yeah, for sure. Because I mean. Because. because And and, and know that I know people who will immediately say. The actual whatever product or thing that I want to create, I b- because because I'm still operating from a place of darkness when it comes to anything creative, right? Like this is still it's still a dream, of, so, you know what I mean? But but what if you were close? I'm saying like if you knew one or like, the other, like like no kid ever and being creative, I want and not even being creative of being successful, like having that thing live a kid, a kid, because I've lived a very full life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Everything else is extra. It's gravy at this point. I came here. I was healthy. I've seen a lot. I've been a lot of places. Everything else. This is real first world shit. This is real first world problems, nigga. Like, it be the careful because your kid may not actually grow up in a first world. Maybe not. Right. Maybe not. You know what I'm saying? But based on if we're if we're looking at the at the at the projected statistics, he'll be pretty first world. He'll be alright. You know what I'm saying? Um, or she. Um, but all of this is just my own. It's my own inner shit. Will I still have to create just to be alive? Sure. Like, if you're a creative person, my nigga, like, you got to create, period. Whether whether you're doodling with your kid or whether you're taking whatever class on the side. Right. But I would choose a kid, no question. If I said anything else, I'm lying. Yeah. I mean, I want to do both, but, you know, got to figure that shit the fuck out. But I would choose a kid. You? I don't know. 
Ardo? Child, for sure. Yeah, child. I, I, I don't know why why that has to be exclusive, though. Is it's not. I mean, just for the sake of the question. It, it's yeah. For the sake of the question, it, no. it's literally looking at the idea of creature because the, almost the way that it was being communicated was as if it was a child. Like yeah. the way he was yeah. communicating that expression. Oh, I'm pretty sure that both of them niggas I was talking about have no children. Right. Yeah, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like the people that I know, like Steve Jobs disowned his child. Which in, is, in order to to, yeah. to push his stuff out yeah, because yeah, he yeah. was that it was that level of like dedication and exclusivity. Which is the irony of that is that he was adopted. Exactly. He was just reliving his own. Yeah. The like, irony of that is that he was adopted. Right. It's fucking crazy. So that that's where I get at where it's just like, okay. Um, are you looking at my anime? Yeah, bro. I love it. <laughs> Send me the link. <laughs> oh, there's mad show notes. We're good. Yeah. We're good. Why am I whispering as if? Da, 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 da. You don't know what you got, so let's go on. Yeah. What's going on, y'all? This is Quayson Carter. This is John Dixon. And this is And Then You Graduate. Put on that green. You don't know what you got till it's gone.